Welcome to Twisted Plot Podcast. Here is your host, Evelyn Marley. Taria. Taria Faison. <laughs> <laughs> My guest today is the host of two different podcasts. The first podcast that I heard you on is the What Else is Going On podcast, which is a podcast dedicated to like exploring, I feel like, the complexities that Bravo yes. brings to the table. Yes. And you have some amazing guests within the Bravo world. And it's really educational because yes. I get to hear different perspectives and I get to hear all of my favorite Bravo people talk about Bravo and get to kind of absorb that. And it's really, it's just a fantastic way yeah. to get out there and and get those different perspectives. I enjoy every minute of it. And then the other Thank podcast you. you have is called Tales of a Butterfly, which it's a spiritual, you have self-help, I think, on there as a description. It's a spiritual-based mm-hmm. podcast that yes. talks about the emergence of going from a caterpillar and how the process of going, to, and I heard you say it a hundred times, but how the caterpillar has to actually <laughs> just like absorb itself, right? And kind of... Yes, it's it's insane. And eat its own mess. Like the the caterpillar has to literally go inside itself and eat its own enzymes to be strong enough to be a butterfly. It's like in life, how many times do we have to just suck it up and eat our own mess to become stronger? And so this podcast, I believe you really uh, touch on the on your experiences and what you've drawn from and your, your guests and have them talk about it and just how important it is to remember that there is something on the other side and that you will emerge and you will be stronger because of it. And yeah, it's just... You are such a beautiful person inside and out and listening to you. I'm talk about deep dive. You guys, you have no (laughs) idea. Like I went on this Taria journey and I listened to all of your podcasts and I listened to you guest on other podcasts. And I just really, I mean, not to say I'm obsessed with you now, but I'm totally obsessed with you and what you have brought out um, in me. And I was listening. Here we go. We're going to get into it now. Here we go. (laughs) I'm ready because you don't, I just have to say, you don't know how you made me feel. Just It's like, what? I was listening to your Tales of a Butterfly podcast last night. And I was listening to you and this one at this particular time, I, I saw it and I clicked on it and I was listening. I was getting uh, dinner ready for my family and just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how <laughs> you didn't know if you were going to be continuing on with this podcast. And it was your hundredth episode. And you were just having a a moment in time where you didn't know if you really wanted to continue or telling the story about how you uh, picked your kids up from school. And when you got back, you saw something gr- green on the, oh, yes. on the um, screen door, I believe. Um, in the front, there's no screen just right up against my door. Yep. And it was a, a caterpillar going into its uh, chrysalis cocoon. Yeah. Cocoon. Yes. And then yes, I don't even know if yes. that's a technical term. I just, I'm saying, but the cocoon and you were watching it and that was a moment for you. That was a moment. And it's funny because when you believe in, if you're spiritual and you believe, I believe in God, but people believe in, you know, there's so many different things people believe in, but if you believe and you're spiritual, we do look for signs. And to me, that was one of the signs. And it's funny because tomorrow is the four-year anniversary of that podcast. I've taken a hiatus, and I think my last episode was in May or June. I have another one sitting, ready to go. 
I started this one because I love podcasting. I'm like, oh, it's going to be great. I can podcast three or four days a week and just bank on both because I'm no longer driving for Lyft and Uber because of the pandemic and just things were falling into place. And I'm telling my husband, I said to him last week, there's something more that I want to do. I feel a tugging in my spirit and it's not, it's not all just Bravo. I love it, but I'm finding myself when I'm watching these episodes dissecting, like looking at facts and relating it to this and then relating it to real life and something I feel felt was sort of missing. And I, so I told him, I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue on with Tales from a Butterfly. I said it again last week. So I said a prayer. I do devotionals and I was like, okay, God, I know kind of what it is I want to do. And I talked about it with another friend of mine. I'm like, if you just give me whatever, like a sign, who knows? I don't know. Should I just go on Tales from a Butterfly and say, guys, thank you for supporting me for four years. I'm done. Focus on this and do something else. The person that had the dream about me sent me a message and that said, hey, I'm not even sure if you're going to read this because we weren't like messenger friends. But the thing that you've been um, not sure about, if you should continue, you said a prayer to God, you need to continue on doing that. So I got that the same week I was having these thoughts. And then you sending me that message last night. And do you know when you sent me that, I still didn't realize it was that what? episode until you just said it. That there I was back then. Yeah, I I knew I'm I, when I was listening and I was so excited and I sent it. My husband was upstairs. I think he was cutting his hair maybe or something. And I sent it to him and was like, "Oh my God, look at this!" I did not. I for some it didn't click to me that it was that episode until you just said it. And with tomorrow being the four year anniversary, and I was got that message from her after feeling like that last week. And just so the listeners know, wow. the message that I sent her. So as I'm cooking the dinner, she says, I want you to stop what you're doing in this very moment. And then you say, it's 441 on January um, 29th, I believe. I, I can't remember the day, but you said it's 441. Mm -hmm. And I stopped and I looked at my phone and it was 441. I do not, 21. I'm not even, I screenshotted it immediately and then I stopped it and I hit the fit back 15 button on my phone and I was like a screen record and I sent it to you because I was like, this is divine. Yes. Whatever's happening right now, it is some type of talk about signs. I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I wouldn't say I'm religious. I believe in whatever you believe in is yours and, and I have mine. Mm -hmm. But this moment, I am a believer. I believe in everything now because I could not believe that. And then you had told me, you explained to me what was going on on your end. And now that you told me that that was the person that had a dream about you and then I had that dream about you. Yes. So I'm like, okay, that means that I can't say, oh, so much time is passed because sometimes you get caught up in your own thing. So I was promoting it and this blood, sweat and tears. And you have family and friends that say, oh yeah, we, we support you. And especially when you have a product that is free to them, you're not asking them to pay any money. You're saying, Hey, when it comes out, can you simply just hit that share button? Like you do for the jokes right. and the other things that you do. But I, I had the experience. I did one called the golden hour where it talked about basically you feel like your time in the sun has passed, you know, in photography, the golden hour is when you get yep. the perfect shot. If you're too early, it's too bright. If you're too late, there's shadows. And sometimes you feel like your golden hour has passed, but there's another, as long as you have another 24 hours, mm -hmm. the golden hour is going to come around again. So someone shared that and then someone else must have shared it. And my husband screenshot and said, do you know this person? And I was like, 
Not at all. That's the power of, for me. You say that you want to support me. It's simply by clicking a button and sharing. And I got so frustrated. So I wanted to do this. I'm like probably jumping ahead of you, but so I've started the what else is going on podcast and it wasn't lost on me that people that I never told, I didn't tell anybody that I was doing this in my family other than my husband, my mom, one of my best friends and her husband, they originally sent me the equipment to do the first one four years ago because I was talking about it. And if you knew my friend, she'll tell you I'm not technologically inclined. I don't know anything about her. She's an amazing teacher. She's a counselor, but technical stuff. So I'm talking to her, I knock on my door, or I had just got off the phone with her, knock on my door. And she ordered it the day we were talking. It was supposed to arrive in two days. It came that same day, Amazon, the podcast kit. So she knew about it and a couple other people. And um, I just told another friend, of, uh, another friend of mine and another cousin of mine, like within the last month. And I'm glad I didn't because I may have gotten before discouraged, but to see strangers embrace me oh, yeah. and become friends, oh, yeah. you know? Uh, what else is going on? This podcast you have is dedicated to talking about it, like you said, and educating people on uh, different points of view for mm-hmm. Bravo and the Bravoverse. And we're so thankful that you're here and your your memes are hilarious. I love watching everything you do. I love how interactive you are. I'm Thank so impressed you. with how interactive you are with the community and just talking to everybody. And wow, you are <laughs> such a connected soul I would say and you you Thank definitely you. are open to perspective and and other people without losing yourself or like I'd say that I'm more passive when it comes to stating my opinion just because I'm like I'm like uh, I don't know if I should say you know I don't know right because you felt the effect yeah. of like yeah so I'm yeah. always like now and Obi was so amazing when I talked to him the other day he's like I mean I don't blame you for being gun shy when it comes to to doing it you do you you know like it's fine and I was just like okay whew. you know like Obi's amazing I love him <laughs> telling him I was having such a stressful day and he just like calmed my nerves down just by talking yes. to me his, his whole cadence I love like he's yeah yeah so I first heard your podcast when you were talking with um sarah from andy's girls and you were saying what had happened with amanda from the not skinny but not fat and that's where like we said we saw the the reposting of stuff all of a sudden um it was a blaze right and everybody was talking about everything and what was going on and what else is going on this is going on so (laughs) everybody's and so then i was really focused on you and what was what was happening and I was I, you taught me something so I, I didn't realize and then I was listening to Heather and I've never listened to Heather McDonald's like I maybe have heard a couple episodes in the past but it, it wasn't mm-hmm. something I actively listened to there are some podcasts that bring me a different perspective and yours is definitely one of them and I, I highly enjoy listening to it just because um, I like that like I said you can have people on you had donnie on and you guys had different opinions about something you're talking about I'm like i'm like i, I, I love, love donnie this. so much and see I, I don't know did you hear when i first asked him to come on he told me no it's <laughs> like, oh, amazing I, we've grown like we talk now almost every day i love donnie so much and he's one that taught me he when he said on the podcast you know what because the question i asked was not if candace has ever ran her mouth. I said, 
what specifically has Candace done or said to Monique? And he was the first one that's been honest and said, you know what? Nothing. Nothing. I just like Monique. And I respected him for that. And that's okay. Because people are going to have their opinions about like certain housewives and stuff like that. But, yep. but it, it was just so funny because I loved hearing that discussion. I get giddy. <laughs> I like smile. I'm just like, oh, they disagree. Let's hear why. <laughs> like I was fighting with my BFFs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want to hear how people work it out. I'm so on board with how people work out their differences and how they do it. In this house, we're big on that. Like we, we have a difference. They're two daughters who fight. They love to fight. And let's see how you guys work it out. Right. Conflict resolution. It's like you have to have that in real life. Like, oh, absolutely. And as a parent, you can't get involved all the time. Right. Like I'm trying not to be involved in every single argument they have because they need to work it out. How else are they going to do it themselves? So it's just funny how um, how everyone can place their arguments differently and how they get across. And I just I, I enjoy listening to it. And you've come so far with the podcast too first of all you have these like such hearty podcasts every minute of them is interesting your conversations and the way you ask the questions and the way you get to the information is so precious and so unique and I just I respect it and like like wow thank you it's one of my favorites and I'm so thankful for it I really I appreciate that it's crazy that I'm doing like two hour podcast or more because if you look at you can say with Tales from a Butterfly they're the longest is maybe an hour 45 minutes or if it was longer than an hour it would be two parts I'm like who am I do you write the podcast information yes. I love reading those thank you I really I try to make them oh, funny. You're so funny and I'm like because I I wrote first I love okay. writing I wrote poetry and that's why I said it's so funny when I talking about like allyship and just posting things and what's the plan then my mind goes do you want to write a think piece like who are you going to submit it to so like I used to have a blog and like I think I was even though it was open you had to submit to like Ariana Huffington to be a part of the con- blog contributors so I was selected for that like wow. anybody could submit but then she would either write back yes she did no or yes and you have your own little thing and it wasn't like it was on the front page or anything but so I did a couple things on that before that went away so I love I want to read them. Can you send them to me? Yeah. Oh, I thank will. you yes, so I much. I appreciate it. So what else is going on? You did your podcast with Sarah Golly. Would you say that that's the one that put you more out there that people started to pay more attention yes. to your page and your site and really just did that get your listenership up? I'm always curious about listenership. Yes. It's funny because Tales from a Butterfly wasn't getting, I mean, like if I interviewed someone who was like a famous type guest, like a Bravo or like a in the gospel world or something like that for um what else is going on i interviewed hannah from not aspirational first and she was my first guest and that did pretty good and then of course the whole thing was sarah because of what i put in like i want my podcast like tales from a butterfly i call it a personal development podcast with a spiritual base what else is going on it's entertainment and education Mm -hmm. but for me it's going back and forth with people some people have said, oh my gosh, I didn't realize. Thank you. Because I feel like I don't, I want to create an environment where people that don't look like me are okay asking questions, not to be funny or to try to disprove my theory because I've had those, but to actually learn. But then there comes a point where people want to debate with me and tell me, well, you need to prove to me. I don't need mm-hmm. to prove anything to you about my black experience. So we're done debating. Exactly. So it's kind of walking that fine line and, and 
learning how to take a deep mm-hmm. breath and say, okay, how are you going to get your message across and it be effective? Absolutely. You said that you used to be Uber Lyft driver. I like in my head, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. if I got in that Uber with Taria and she was in there, I don't think, I think I would just keep changing my location. So I just could keep talking to you because <laughs> I think that we would just go off and just like share our life stories all, and just yep. keep talking. Cause that's I what so I do. Too. Like I just talk too much in, a, in an Uber or Lyft, whatever. And I'm one of those people. I just cannot stop talking. So but but making deep connections and deep friendships as an yes. adult, I find it a little bit more difficult. I feel like my my guard is up on a person to person level, face to face. I have been desperate for that connection in terms of finding like minded um, souls that really understand. And these relationships that we've made on Instagram, they're not they're not surface level. I, I I don't know about you, but I feel like they are no. much deeper than that. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, it's so funny because people would always tell me, oh my gosh, you're so friendly. You're a people person. And I do love people. But I remember discovering about myself recently that I could meet someone and we could be having conversation. And even if I start crying, to me, crying is not, crying is being transparent. So I had no problem being transparent with people but the issue came in for me, and I, I even said, even with my husband, is vulnerability, because there's a difference. I can tell you these are things that have happened to me, uh, let's say, in my marriage, in my personal life, with my children, with my family, and I can be transparent about it, but vulnerability is actually taking the emotions that I felt or I'm having right at that time and basically saying, these are too heavy for me. As my friend or as a person listening, can you hold them for me? But what if you drop them? So I had a very easy time being transparent, but very rarely was I vulnerable. Even if I was crying, to me, that wasn't vulnerability. It was just like, oh, I'm sad, but I'm never, I'm never going to let you know the depths that this is hurting me. So I'm learning to do that now. I'm trying to put myself in situations where I, I don't feel vulnerable, but <laughs> that's not life. That's not real life because then you're not feeling anything, right? So I'm just trying to be smarter about who, or not even smarter because I didn't really do it, but just making sure that if I feel this person is really capable of handling my emotions, because then you don't want to be that person that's always dumping either. Because I have people like that in my life. And I had a person, it was like constant dumping, dumping, dumping. And it's like, oh my God, I've given all the reassurance I can. I don't know what else to say because they wanted to stay in that place. So we just continue to evolve and grow in this life. But I feel like you... I love that you can talk Bravo, but then you can go somewhere with mental health. And I'm like, okay, let me pause that for a second or let me rewind it because she said something. And sometimes you want to turn it off because it's like looking in your mirror and you're like, no, 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 not, not yet. Not yet. I don't really want to see that about myself, but I love that you go there with mental health. It is so important. I wasn't sad about this quarantine until I think this is what it was for me to actually feel something in it. I have a lip gloss problem and a lipstick. I don't have addictions. I say that. I don't care if it's a shade off or like a half a shade. I have to like I have to lipstick is the shoes to my face. That's what I feel like. So one day I really got sad and I was crying in my car because I'm like, I can't even wear it without it being on the inside of a mask. But that is when all my emotion about the entire thing. It's needed. I've been recommended a couple books and I read one and I'm still working on the second one. And it is very, um, it, it does, it talks a lot about ego work and it's called a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it's like, 
I don't even know if I'm saying that name right, but he talks about ego work and being present and being in the moment and being not yes. thinking about if you're thinking about the future, if you think about the past, then you bring you bring yourself outside of yourself and like you really need to go inside yourself. And but the main point is about the ego. Funny you say about ego. I learned something about myself. I'm very fact based. So I'll try to point out facts. And if I'm wrong and my fact, I want someone to tell me now I had to realize you can't dictate how they tell you because I wrote a, this is so stupid. I wrote a part A P A R T instead of a space P A R T. And someone came on my post to say that. And I was like, you're a genius. Thank you. And I had to re even though, because I didn't like the way you correct. So I had to check myself and say, would that have been something you would have done if somebody was writing something that you didn't agree with? And then also I always say, as long as people just say the truth, even if they don't agree with me, I don't care. I realized like about a week ago, that's a lie. And I'm working on that too, because I think I feel like if I present you facts and say, these are what they are. And you say, I don't care. I still feel the other way. I will say, I won't care. Just admit it. But inside I'm like, what do you mean? The facts are right in front of you. So I'm learning to tamper my ego too. I don't care if you, I could tell you the sky is blue and you could say, I see it. And I want to believe it's yellow. That's hard. That's hard That's to my do. Ego. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is work. Yeah, you have yeah. to put the work into yourself to be able to accept that they will never agree to see that color yes. sky. <laughs> and that is work that only you have control over in your mind. And if you can yes. control that part of you, you're stronger because of it. You're absolutely right. See, this is what I mean, guys. She's like a, a counselor. Like therapist. regurgitating what I've put into myself and just like, we can do it together. Like, it sounds so like a woo. Can I say that I didn't realize until some weeks ago or maybe like a month, like right after we booked this, I was like, I knew who she was because I re I don't know where I, I landed into some something. I don't know if it was on Facebook or on Instagram, whatever. I landed somewhere like, Bloop, oh. and I was like, what, what, <laughs> look up what? listen to what podcast do what you had gone for a while so I had subscribed to your podcast nice thank you back when I first listened and I kept going refresh 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 where's the new one refresh and I was like okay and I remember in the middle of that I was like cleaning up my list because I listened to so many podcasts and I'm like all right this is getting my, my brain is getting so I'm gonna move some so I had like unsubscribed to a lot of them and I and I did yours again I'm like Check again. I remember. So then I unsubscribed and then I subscribed back because I forget how I found out you did another episode because you did a check in. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, OK. And then I forget your first official one back. But I was like, I'm in. I don't care if you're going to do one for a year. I'm not missing. <laughs> what a great business plan of mine. I'm like, just like, <laughs> just like throw caution to the wind, have a chaotic podcast for like a little bit of time, go away, come back, go away. I mean, it was such a mess. No, but, but can I ask what made you yeah. stop? And I know I'm probably going to ask you, but I, I was wondering because you're so smart. You're, you, you oh seem my God, so thank you. self in you're welcome. And it's true. You seem so self-enlightened. I hear the po podcast you do. What was it that made you yeah, stop? I'll tell you exactly. So for that week that that whole chaotic energy happened around this podcast, I was really just um, taken aback by all the attention it got. I think it got the wrong attention. It was a mess. You know, it was it was a heavy hearted mm -hmm. mess. 
And then two weeks later, um, George Floyd got killed. Okay. Yes. And Ooh, yes, my whole world was turned upside down in terms of, of how and what I focus my energy on. That mm-hmm. thing that happened was nothing. It wasn't important. It okay. meant nothing to what was real and what was really happening. And I had to go inside myself and really talk about okay. ego work and really look at myself and and the experiences of the people around me and what was happening because I needed to do work. Wow. I needed to do a lot of work. Wow. And so um, it wasn't in terms of coming back because I was afraid, like, people are going to say what they're going to say. They're going to write bad reviews. I don't care. Like I joke about it because I think it's hilarious. Like most of the reviews on there are like justice for Sheena. I'm like, yeah, justice for Sheena. I don't like, like, okay. (laughs) Fine. Like I I get it. But those reviews actually, they don't hurt me. The good ones are absolutely amazing. I appreciate it so much, but in ego work, you can't let the bad ones affect you. And you really can't let the good ones affect you too. Yes. That's what I'm like. It's like, you got to give them equal attention because you want to amplify the good ones, but it's like, okay. (laughs) So I have to detach that part of that ego, right? Of what's happening and not let, don't take it personally. You can't let anything get to you and take it personally. So so basically, I needed to focus on what was happening in the present moment. Um, I started to do some reading and I started to, because then someone I know passed away. It was a mess. It was a okay. big mess okay. for me. It was a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay. And thankfully, I mean, I still have a, a group of listeners that are still, I don't know who you are out there, but I love you so much for listening and staying, <laughs> <laughs> but they are still there and they are still listening. And this is where the podcast is meant to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And that, that kind of journey. And that's why when we were talking about your podcast and um, the tales of a butterfly, I like to think of it as like guided meditation for me because oh, thank you. <laughs> Just the way your voice sounds. And I know I've heard you talk about you enjoy a, a lovely voice as well when you're listening. Yes, yes. So the way your voice sounds and when you're talking about it. And like I said, I'm not a religious person by any means. I know you are and you believe in prayer and you go to church and you you uh, go to your church services. And, and so listening to you talk about it, it's like the God Almighty, just like in general, right? For me, it, it like spread <laughs> yes. over an umbrella mm-hmm. of just that spirituality. And boy, wow, just... <laughs> just... <laughs> I appreciate that. Now, that was one of, I didn't want to feel conflicted because doing a podcast talking about Bravo, because I have very strong opinions about everything. Once I learn about something in life, I have a very strong opinion about it. So I'm like, okay, do I? And I'm like, but there's there are two sides of my personality. So I'm not like, you know, some people to me are so spiritual that they're no earthly good because they turn everyone off they come in yes. contact with. I know I used to get, when I would go to church, people would talk about, oh, my clothes were too tight or this or that. or th-, And I'm like, I'm this temp- tempstress. And I'm like, as I'm walking by with my husband, but okay. Like it was a lot. And I, so I'm so glad that I have my own relationship, whether I went to another church or not building, I have my own relationship with God. So when people say I don't do religion, I tell them, make sure that's not and like you, I know what you mean. You said you're spiritual. That's you're saying something, but I've heard people say like, they're nothing. Meaning 
I'm not spiritual or religious because religion is man-made. There's a lot of things that are man-made, but you can take from it what you can. But when people say, I, I don't go to church because they're all hypocrites. And I heard someone say, do you go to the gym? Because there are people there that are not in shape. That's true. Each person is working that on is themselves true. and getting out of it. Yeah. What well, now? What's different if you have a leader that's consistently showing you signs like because? And I like to say none of us are perfect, but then we can't use that as an excuse either. Like I'm going to do this because no one's perfect. Versus you doing it because you were caught up in a moment. Then you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. But living by that credence, intentionally doing things that you know don't line up with either your moral value or whatever you say you believe in. It's like, okay, at what point do we just grow at all? Like 10 years from now, I don't want to be saying the same thing as an excuse for myself. If I'm saying the same thing, I hope it's for a good reason, a good cause, something I still believe in. But why am I still excusing myself from maturing mm -hmm. 10 years from now? It's like, okay, you don't have anything else, like nothing. So even hearing your interviews with other people and you have different opinions from people that you have on your podcast. And I'm like, yes, because that's the real life. Like you're allowed to, to not like one character on a show and then the other person can, and you can have those different opinions. It's just accepting their sky is blue and yours is pink. Yes. Yes. And, and just, uh, just uh, not feeling like, I did one podcast by myself where I had read this article and I had listened to an interview, but from the, by the person who wrote the article. And I have to say, I was just, the article vexed my soul and my spirit. It was written by another black woman who is probably maybe your hue, your complexion, right? And I'm darker than you are. And the tone of the article, it was something in me that just didn't sit right with me. And I don't like to make snap judge. We're all human. So if I do make a snap judgment, I can promise you, I'll, especially on certain things, I'll check myself and be like, what are you doing? You did ex like I to try to, to remind myself, like you're not out here um, throwing judgments on people. But with my mind, the way it works, I'm looking for facts when I read an article written by someone who is an editor of a magazine and is a journalist. A journalist's job is to present facts mm -hmm. to people. So it vexed my soul to the point where I just kept talking about it. And that's another thing I do to like work it out of my system. Talk about yeah. it, talk about it. Talk. So if I'm not talking about it, I tell a person needs to be concerned. Like, no, we're not even, because I'm not ready to go there yet and don't push me to it. So, cause I had an experience like that last year and I was not ready to talk to that. I'm like, yo, don't tell, don't know. I'm, I'm not talking to them. I've had it and I'm not. And then once I came down, I was like, I'm cool but I don't need to revisit the past now because now it's over. So we're, we're done. But um, I, so I did a solo episode and I felt like I had to get out the whole Monique and Candace thing because I was saying different things online. I'm like, but that's not true. This is so once I got that out and once I talked about the article, I felt like now you don't have to jump on every thread to read and on when you see something like, no, that's not right. That's not what happened. Like, so now I'll do it. If, I'm really trying to be funny and kind of like pick with somebody and not like in a mean way, but like, now, you know, that's not what happened versus being so serious. But growing up, my dad always taught me to look at facts. And when you're presenting an argument, you need to have facts. And so I take that in every area of my life. But uh, Chelsea from Oh No Bravo also is helping me to have feelings about it. Meaning like, I always want to know where a person comes from. So I could say to you, Evelyn, 
uh, what happened? And as you explain stuff, like for instance, with your podcast, as you explain everything in your life, then if you were to do something like, say, if you were to take enough break mm -hmm. from your podcast, I know where that's yeah. coming from. So I'm not judging, not even I'm not judging, but I understand it. So I, I always preach, we need to know what somebody's has been through in order to understand. But then I have to, I have, em, I, I, it's hard to explain. Like I have empathy for people. So I wouldn't judge like Monique, if she were to have said I was going through X, Y, and Z, no, it didn't have anything to do with Candace. I just did it. It's like, okay, I can see what, what happened that took you to that point, but pinning it directly as saying it's a result of something you did. And it's like, well, we didn't see right. that. So that's where I have the issue. Like allow us to have some empathy for you. Give so, us insight. Give just, us insight. Yeah. Yes. Insight. So this, this whole journey on life, when you really like how you said you had to go inward, it's like, when you really go inward, you're like, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's it. So you, you make me want to keep like, I'm like, be quiet. Like, let her talk. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, this is an interview about you. I want to hear about you. Now you started the, uh, butterfly podcast in I know that you were in an accident and I don't know if you want to talk about it or not but okay uh, did you start the butterfly one before or after you had the accident before so the accident was November of oh, October 12th of okay. last year and then I started the podcast November 16th of 2016 okay. I believe okay so I just happened to tell the story on it because me being into an accident forced me to address health issues that I didn't, that I knew were probably going on. I knew something was wrong, but I'm like, it's okay that I'm eating a bag of Tums a day. Like that's no exaggeration. It got to the point CVS had them like two for four and I would buy one bag at a time. And if I had to text my husband to get them, I already knew he'd be like, did you call the doctor yet? Cause I was literally eating a bag of soft two Tums wow. a day. And then I was surviving on BC powder because it gets rid of pain right away, but it's aspirin also. So it thins your, thins your blood. And then I was already anemic. So I had all these things going on, but because I always considered myself a strong horse, I'm a stallion to work out, run, drop weight like nothing. And then when that wasn't happening, I was like, okay, because I'm just tired. And I would go to the gym before COVID and sit on the weight machines and literally fall asleep. And be oh, like, no. Did, I, did somebody see me? So when I got into the accident, forced me to address Your health issues. that. Um, yeah. So uh, the way it happened, I almost felt like it was like I needed to slow down because I was going, 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 going. My husband would be like, no, and I'm driving and in pain and shooting back BC powders. And then I, when I told the doctor my full list of uh, things I was feeling, She's like, well, let's examine your stomach and let's do x-rays. And it was like, girl, I had no stomach lining. It had all oh, gone. Like, it was so much. And now it's like, I don't have acid reflux. Oh, my stomach doesn't burn when I drink water. Oh, because I took the proper medicines to heal it. So it just, it's so much stuff has happened. I'm like, but that's, that's amazing on? that those events that happened led you to this healing of your body and getting you on the track that you're supposed to be on. Because if we ignore all the pain that's happening into us in our body and we don't address it, it'll come out anyways, right? In some way or another. Right. And I could have ended up really doing, like they had to do all my blood work. So like, for instance, my iron, it was like at an eight. And she's like, you know, the lower end is a 20 and you're at an eight. My um, vitamin D was at a seven. And vitamin D is important for your 
it ties into your mental mm-hmm. health. And, and the only way I knew that was because I used to listen to a radio show and a guy would have, his wife said she didn't know what was happening. It would be like mood swings. So she kept saying that, was he bipolar? And he would never go and be diagnosed, but he was all over the place, but also very meticulous. And when he was younger, a doctor just told him, well, he has ADHD and OCD. And those two things balanced like him out in a weird sort of way, but his emotions weren't. So he was afraid to find out what was going on. And, you know, it doesn't help if you have someone saying, I think you're this. And it's like, you're not a doctor to throw diagnosis on someone, but she was trying to get him to do something. He ends up going to see different people. They give him medicine, but the medicine would make him feel, you could tell on the radio when he took it, it was almost, it would almost put him I don't want to say in a manic state, but in a manic state, I'm sorry. He was like in a manic state when he didn't take it. And when he did, it was like, where is, where is his energy? And it's like, there's gotta be something. Well, he had his blood drawn. Finally, he went to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist ordered blood work on his vitamin D was so low. And it was some other things. So they got him on the right dosage and he was like, I've not, never felt this good oh in my entire gosh, life. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I had no idea really about the vitamin D affecting mental health. I knew that a lot of people were low on vitamin D because I remember when I was pregnant, they're like, everybody's got to go on vitamin D. And, you know, and I was mm-hmm. like, is this a new thing? They're like, well, studies show that everyone is depleted of vitamin D. And so we're, you know, jacking everybody up on vitamin D. And so, and I'm like, are you sure? Yes. Well, and then, but that's good to do your research. It, it, it's so... I started feeling mentally better, like as, cause I noticed I would be like, just like sad and on edge and different things. And then when that got worked out, I started noticing that my hairline felt like it was going back, not edges, like the black girl, I had edges, not, it was the hair behind the edges. And I'm like, almost look like receding. And I'm like, let me go see a dermatologist, go see a dermatologist. She's looking into it and she's like, yeah, well, let me give you these pills to go on. They are for heart pills so you'll they're, so basically you'll use the bathroom a lot because it's to um, oh it's a diuretic yes but and it's but your heart like people would really take them for their heart whose heart like you know what yeah. I forget exactly the terminology so I started taking these pills and after like two or three weeks I go to put on my workout pants because I would wear them every day so I could go to the gym after driving and I'm like why are my workout pants tight and then I've never ever ever no matter what weight I was up or down had any kind of waist fat like if the rest of my hips would ever got big, I never had a roll or anything. And one day I was like, I feel like there's skin over my pants and why, like my stomach, I've never had an issue in the stomach area. What's going on? Something told me, mm, maybe you should like look at what you're taking. I do. And I type in the original drug name and what it was. It was a steroid for two and a half months. I think from January to like April or March, I was on a steroid. After I uncurled myself out of a ball, I threw them in the trash. So now I'm still working on losing those 20 pounds that I gained that. So slowly but surely, but I was reading things and it was like, yeah, it comes out of your system in this many weeks, but it could take up to eight to nine months and then off. So it's been that long, but, um, and I started running again. Like I used to run all the time. So even with the neck, I'll stretch. And I make sure I maintain good yeah. posture and I've been running again. But I started doing research and I use straight rosemary oil. I get it from Mom's Organic, but it's rosemary oil. And I just started putting in drops. I could send you pictures of how my hair is just because she said, and I should have paid attention. We need, we have estrogen. 
but we have a little bit of testosterone. And when I'm reading, it's like the testosterone is what, you know how men could like lose weight fast if they yes. wanted to. So whatever it does in a woman's body, it kind of regulates that. Didn't realize she told me the pills you're taking are going to suppress. It looks like you're suffering male pattern baldness probably because of your thyroid. Mind you, my thyroid says I was overactive, but I was still gain. Well, at that point I hadn't been gaining weight. They're saying my thyroid was overactive. So that could be an issue. So we're going to take your, uh, thi- the, um, male hormone out, testosterone okay. down. So the pills I'm taking, not only are they for heart, they're suppressing wow. my testosterone. So it was so bad. I was like, well, like my body was like, whoa, I need to do the work to get off these pills. Now, granted, some pills we have to be on, but I feel like sometimes we'll just take a pill and then that causes a problem. So we take another pill. Then we, so I've, I just started being more aware of my body and being insistent. My doctor had tested, done all my tests and I, my mom always taught me to fight for your health, but you don't want people to think you're a hypochondriac. We didn't go to the doctor when we were small. It was just like, oh, we'll deal with it. It wasn't until I had kids that I really went to doctors. So I kept saying, I need to talk to her. So finally I scheduled a meeting. I said, something is still not right in my body. And that's when she tested my vitamin deficiencies and found out how low wow. I was in vitamin D and different things. So I encourage people fight for your health. If you don't feel you're getting the adequate health, Find another doctor. Do your own research too. Ask your doctor, hey, can you test for this? Can you test for that? Can you test for this? Can you test for that? And and you have you know, to do so. it, right? I'm enjoying this far too much to ever want to leave. Okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how your podcast journey originally got started, but uh jumping into it and just doing it and you research a lot. I know you do. So I'm sure you researched a lot about doing podcasts. I know you did. Don't tell me you didn't. Yes. I have a whole like, there you folder. Go. Yes. Okay. So I'm the same way. And it took me forever. I talked about it for a long time before I actually jumped into it because I wanted to know what I was doing. And um, I don't know if you said you're a lawyer or if you were going to be a lawyer or if you're going to. I was. So I wanted to yeah. be a lawyer all through elementary school and on up to high school. And then when I got to college, it was like, well, I could be like a newscaster mm-hmm. too. Because, so, you, you know, yeah. so going back and forth. Yeah, it was those two things. But so now I call myself a, like a Bravo lawyer. Like, oh, you want to know what happened? I'm going to research it and tell you. I'll make it a name or something wrong, but I will not get the internet wrong. When you speak, you speak with intention of facts that you know. Otherwise, I don't feel like you would say it, right? Right. And I, and I would be honest and say, I think I'm pretty yeah. sure this is what happened fact check mm-hmm. me and then uh, and then tell me if I'm wrong tell me if it's not right. right because then I need to learn and and grow with that information and I think it's easy to just regurgitate information you see something post somebody post something and this is where I had a problem when um George Floyd and Black Lives Matter happened and I would see everybody mm-hmm. reposting things and just like Blah, 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 like information flying off the handle, blah, 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 yes. blah. And it's just like, wait a second, we got to make sure what we're posting is is okay with, you know, with what's happening to the people around us. Yes. Because if we don't, yes. there it could be a problem. And I get it. And it's like you said, intent. And I remember posting stuff from Sean King Okay. okay. Yes. And yes. I, I was like, oh, I don't know much about Sean King, but he was everywhere all of a sudden, right? He yes. was everywhere. Yep. And I was like, he must know what he's talking about. 
everybody knows, you know, who Sean yep. King is on I will post stuff that Sean King posts, you know? And so <laughs> I would like deep dive into to, um, the people that he would repost and stuff. And somebody pointed out yes. to me, they're like, wait a second, do you know who Sean King is? And I was like, no, no. I was like, well, not really. <laughs> Your alarm's Sorry like. That. That, that was my lasagna alarm. I'm like. <laughs> Do you need to make a text message really quick? Do you need to tell her? Nope, I'm nope, because I, I gave I put it on snooze to let it cook a little bit longer. Then I nope that nope that's fine. But I'll pull it up that way because I want to hear because girl I went through the same thing and I'm and I'm a black woman. So yeah, I'm and so I was like, well, I don't really know. And I saw somebody repost something like, uh, "Be careful what you post." And then they were like, "Do not just fall victim." to the spread of false information or information about someone you don't know and spreading it. And then I had mm -hmm. to stop again and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like uh, <laughs> I don't know anything that I'm doing and this work that people need to do on themselves. It's not about reposting stuff that you just see. It's about reading yeah. and listening allyship and going into um, not your experience. It is not at all that and so knowing wow, the it. difference between that is totally different than um actually doing research on and going and doing the work that has nothing to do with yourself yes <laughs> yes every time you think that you have figured it out and, and you know yep. that's not true there's so much work to be done and even for uh for any of us, when it comes to trying to spread yes. truth, we all have to research. I found a picture today and it had, it was six white women. And cause my, me and my mom and one of my brothers have a text thread. And it was about how Tucker Carlson apologized because he said dead voters voted in Georgia and people went out and investigated. And the woman's registration card said, Mrs. So-and-so, but he was presenting it as, so he apologized mm -hmm. and um, I went deep into the comments just yeah. to see what people were saying and someone posted a picture of six white women and they had a high heel in red, white, and blue and it said um, racist bitches. And I was like, no, 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 this can't be true. So I sent it to my brother and mom before I was like, oh, posting. I was like, look at this. And then I Googled five white women wearing, I go yeah. and it came up and I wanted to see if it was fact and it wasn't. It just said Trump girls or something like with somebody. So we were laughing and I said, false alarm, we were laughing, but had I just reposted yes. that without, so I tried to take the time to make sure I researched. Like I tried, like, okay, look, can you find an article that says this? Even with the Tucker Carlson thing, I researched more and, and, and I went to different news outlets to make sure that it was, correct before I tagged him and said, what a short memory right. you have. Because he was still talking about, and I'm like, for all his followers, I was, oh, one of his followers was like, yeah, because we won Georgia. And I was like, fake news. And then I put the article, because Twitter now, I was gonna repost something. And Twitter was like, read the article here first. Like it wouldn't even, it won't even let you repost. And you know where that comes from. The president of the United States had to get fact-checked yep. on so many different tweets that now Twitter is like, hold on, we're fact-checking everybody. But that's a good thing because false information was Rampant. being spread. Rampant. And, and to me, to, I, is it scary to you almost that people will blindly follow who they want yep. to believe based on the narrative they want to paint? He's telling you 
that the votes are fraud. There are courts saying they're not. Did you read about the court? There was one, um, the lawyer, because now his lawyers aren't representing him for Pennsylvania anymore, but they were basically trying to say, they were trying to talk around the fact and say the votes, the ballots were illegal and basically trying to say that people were changing the ballots, marking the ballot, or if, if a mark was on a ballot and they weren't sure who, they were automatically putting Biden from the mail-in ballot. So the judge was like, well, was there no, because remember he fought to have Republicans and Democrats in the room. So the judge was basically like, yeah. was there no representation in the room? And he was like, and the, the court person for Trump says, there was non-zero people in the room. And the judge got non-zero. In other words, there were people right. in the room from the Republican party watching. The judge said, you are a member of the something something bar association. Correct. So I was like, oh, that judge is reminding you. And he said, yes. He said, were there Republican, I forget what they call in the room. Yes. Non-zero. And to me, I'm like, I could never rep somebody so hard that I didn't know. Like, he's literally speaking lies on some things. Blind herd mentality is the most dangerous thing that could happen. And I mean, I know cancel culture is a popular topic it can you know everybody's talking about i talked about it on my podcast i'm not gonna lie so you believe i'm not because so you believe that there is a cancel culture cancel culture i would say that it almost falls into the same realm as the word bully for me in that okay okay in that yes there is a cancel culture that's what we're calling it it's out there but uh, accountability that's um something different right okay. how about accountability okay. culture i don't know if you saw when um somebody there was a woman going after teddy mellencamp for the all in do you remember that yes, Ooh, yes. that was heavy right like that was intense was that was super intense and um i'm not here to talk about teddy mellicamp and what she did i don't know what that program was about i'm not defending Mm -hmm. it by any means but i'm talking about the energy that was put into um the what what was happening there was a lot of energy so there's a lot of energy that goes into bringing out the truth say right Yes. And unfortunately, sometimes when that energy is focused so much and you are so hell bent on taking someone down, one person or one entity, yes. that energy, you end up becoming, I feel like that. And she actually got a lot of people coming after her. My whole thing was when they were like exposing in quotes what the program mm-hmm. was, I listened to a podcaster almost two mm-hmm. years ago talk about the program. And so it wasn't something that wasn't already out. I feel like there comes these waves Mm -hmm. of things like, and it's not information that so-and-so got like, or like real undercover tea. It's like, it's been out. You could have read it, Googled it, like any, it's been out about our program. So part of me was like, man, although I don't care for Teddy, this is a lot. And the other part of me was like, it's different because we're all adults. So when we sign up for programs and it's presented to us what we have to do, we can say no. Like for me, and I know that people may say, well, Teddy was claiming to have 
nutritionist. But if you really do your research, it's like no one said license this, license that, even Teddy does. So somewhere along the line, some of that responsibility falls on us signing up because I don't think any of us think, even if we had no knowledge of anything, that 700 calories a day is adequate for even a child. So it's like, okay. And then even if you didn't know, when you started feeling lightheaded and this, it's like, but I, I get that you really wanted this bad and you were following this person. But like you said, the energy in which she went after and people were reposting and sharing. And I was like, I started to say, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about this from this. And then I did not. I was like, I'm just not going to do that because like research is open to all of us. And do I believe in the program? No, but I also believe as adults, we should say no. And do I believe that those coaches are like dead wrong for helping to promote unhealthy lifestyles? Yes. I flash back to Beverly Hills, the, the season that they all went after Lisa Vanderpump. And when that started happening, I didn't watch, but I did. I watched a clip of when they were in Provence and Teddy was like, I'm so hungry. And Kyle slapped the chip out of her hand. I was like, yeah, she's hungry. She's eating soup and just tea and all of that. So, but like you said, the, and cause I would think to myself, what, what if there was a story that you were breaking or whatever, and you had all these different resources, I still think the energy would be different. This was like, like you said, they became what they were trying to go after in a sense. And it was like, no, you're not doing 700 calorie meals like Teddy. But like you said, the energy and the hate that's coming after going after her was like the whole internet was involved. And then she may not have been fired because of that. Although I, although I think that played a big plan. So is anybody now saying these are the resources that you go to if you're having an eating disorder, if you want a good exercise plan, I know this person, I know that person, check out this person on Instagram. Where are Mm -hmm. those things? Now it's just dead in the water because Teddy's gone. So what about the people that are out here? Just like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, it was a vapor. And then I went and I looked at her stories and she's like mentally breaking down. And I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, like this, it's just, it made me super uncomfortable to to know that this energy was getting expended this way because I feel like you know what you could spend your energy on doing instead of that right like how about these are the resources these are the programs to do even if you went after it that way we know this is what Teddy is about let me give you guys some resources exactly help help be of service right in a way be of service and it doesn't take much so yeah I did want to talk to you about that because I, I felt something in my stomach, almost like, ooh, like I said, I don't like Teddy, but when are we going to be able to speak up and say, hey, this person is not cool, but let's do this instead? Yeah, because then I, mental health is affected for everybody, right? Everybody is going to get yep. some type of reaction out of it, and everybody's going to think yes. about it, and everybody's going to take it and internalize it and be like, oh, you know, like, oh, gosh. And it was like yep. a like like you know train wreck you kind of like looking and you don't want to look away right. but at the same time how's this gonna end for everybody because yes. <laughs> where's the where's the ending because I just I don't know 
<laughs> five hours later. No. <laughs> okay. Right, right. That's okay. I'm, I just don't want to feel like I'm holding You're not, you. but I'm I just, I can't fired. stop thinking about this and I have to get it out because we've talked about the lasagna. My husband is Irish and in Ireland they eat um, lasagna and French fries. If you've never done it before, I highly recommend it. It's the most delicious thing you will eat. I know it sounds crazy. Separately. So you put the French fries on okay. the plate and you have the lasagna on the plate and you have your little dinner salad or whatever you have, vegetables, and you just have French fries and lasagna. You like dip huh. a little bit of the sauce into the French fries. It's delicious. Yeah. Think about I'm it. Because I, I okay. had it first. I was like, I don't know what you guys do here in Ireland, but this is just crazy. And I had it and I was like, mm, I've been missing out my whole life. Lasagna and French fries. Okay, yeah. I'm going to try it. Sounds wild, guys. Oh, my gosh. But I also heard someone talking about um, hot dogs and macaroni and how they ate it like a stew. Yeah. Johnny, <laughs> like a stew. Have you seen the uh, stories? Uh, insane. We're, he just sent me something in the DMs, like some other thing. He's like, and we're talking about this next. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. it's amazing. I'm like, I love it because I had no idea about um, the hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. But like I said, my kids are going to have lasagna and french fries. They're going to grow up and go to somebody's house and be like, this is delicious lasagna. Do you have any french fries? And they're going to be like, what? French yeah. fries? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, and now I want to get to my favorite part of the podcast, which is your plot twist. I know you know what I do on this this podcast. And I basically ask yes, people okay. to come on and give me the plot, uh, plot twist. And before... It was very Bravo centric and real, you know, but I prefer to do it mm -hmm. for my guests and who I have on and what they see as their plot twist for something that happens with them and their journey that they're going on. So what would be your plot twist for yourself? Would you say you have these podcasts now you put one on hold? What okay. is the plot twist that happens to uh, Taria on on her journey? I end up somehow. Um still talking entertainment but uh maybe on a little bit of a lesser scale and turn to uh real world happenings and i become your podcaster's favorite podcaster i become your favorite news analyst favorite news analyst i got that line from a girl um on basketball wives and she said she was an athlete and she said, I'm your athlete's wow. favorite athlete. So all these people like Don Lemon, um, Chris Cuomo, all these people on CNN, the women that work so hard to bring us the news. And then you have these entertainment people like I'm their favorite I reporter. Love that. And so I hope that I'm able to combine the world of personal development, spirituality with a little hint of entertainment, but the root being discussing what's going on in this life and the lives behind the people that have to report this news. So like a Don Lemon, when you're watching a president who's trying to roll back LGBTQ rights, but you as a journalist have to report on this person, what are the thoughts and feelings you're having that you cannot say on CNN? That sometimes they slip out a little bit, but what are those thoughts? So my plot twist would be that you somehow see me on CNN in a different type of segment that was created, even if it was just like for guest appearances or some type of news analysty type. I love it. It's almost like a social, emotional interview with with those uh, it, those newscasters and those people. I always wonder the same things. 
I love Don Lemon when I watch him because he shows emotion on his face and I'm like, honey, I feel you, please. Like, I get yeah. it. You're feeling what I'm feeling. And I feel like he connects so well with his audience. My husband, I'll just see yes. him watching too. And we're just like enthralled because of the way he presents the information and the way he he talks to us about it. And I love watching um, Chris, yes, Cuomo. Chris Cuomo when, or, uh, when yes, they go back and forth. Together. Oh my god! And I love Wolf Blitzer. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like all of these. It's so are. entertaining to watch them speak, and and I would love to hear you because I know we'd ask the same question. So I am here for this <laughs> twisted plot journey, and I mean, it Thank is like you. manifesting, and it's going to be out there, and we're all going to be just so lucky to to have you um, do this. So thank you. I appreciate this. Oh my God. You have literally made my day and just given me uh, like reinforce what I know I have to be doing out. So I, I totally appreciate it. I mean, it was actually happening last night. It actually happened. 441 people. I will post the actual screen record along with the screenshot so people can see this because you, you all have to go listen to all of her podcasts and just get mildly obsessed like I am with her. So thank you so much, Taria, <laughs> for coming so on. Much. And thank I'm you. delighted. I'll have you again on here so we can talk later and just check in to see how your interviews with Don Lemon are going later. I feel humbled and honored to have come on. You have a wonderful podcast. I'm so glad that you're back. And I look forward to talking to you on what else is going on. I can't wait. Podcast, which... You can find on Instagram at WeGo, W-E-I-G-O podcast. And it's the acronym for what else is going on podcast. And if you guys um, don't like, you can find it on Apple, any platform. But if you click the link in the bio, if you have an Apple phone, it takes you to Apple podcast. If you have an Android, it'll take you to a platform where you can listen on android see this is why taria is so good at what she does it's like i don't even explain that and then i have people in my life who are like where do i find your podcast and i'm like well if you look in the bio you'll see and they're like the bio and uh they try to figure it out i'm like thank you thank i tried to remember so i could say it quick and not be like "Uh, uh, uh, uh," you were like so good you segued into that so perfectly and i thank you for that Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I love you. And I will be talking to you shortly offline. (laughs) It's forever now. Just get ready. You have another person to to DM all the time because of this. this I was going to say, same. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time. And remember, stay twisted.